This is Rhea Miglani back at it again with another episode of Less Panic, More Peace. This episode is going to be very unique because our special guest today was a lawyer, and now she owns multiple gluten and dairy-free bakeries in New York City. Pretty impressive, I would say. During this episode, we will talk about her tastiest recipes, intriguing stories about children with food allergies, tips about baking delicious foods while also being allergy-free so you can eat happily and safely. Since the holidays are arriving in the next couple months, everyone will be trying new things and baking a lot of desserts. So why not have your holidays be safe and tasty at the same time? Today, our special guest can help you with tips, advice, and stories that can open your mind and possibly open your heart to baking gluten and dairy-free desserts so that everybody can enjoy them. Introducing, introducing Helene. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? Good. Thank you. I'm so glad that you're on my podcast. So can you please share to everybody uh, what you do, who you are, and what you do? Sure. I'm Helene Godin, and I own By The Way Bakery. I started it a little under 10 years ago after leaving the corporate world where I was um, a pretty intense attorney, and now I'm a pretty intense bakery owner. And I opened our first store in May of 2011 after experimenting for about a year with recipes that were gluten and dairy-free. My original goal was to be vegan gluten-free. And then I discovered the power of eggs and figured that um, as much as I want to bring as many people to the table, I had to have some limits in order to deliver the quality I needed, which doesn't mean there aren't great vegan products and even great gluten-free vegan products out there. But our niche, um, I decided would be gluten-free and dairy-free. So I spent a year experimenting with recipes, working on a logo, uh, look of a store, um, learning how to use spreadsheets. And I opened the first By The Way Bakery, as I said, in May 2011. And since then, I've opened three more stores. The first store is in Westchester County, New York. The second store was on the Upper West Side of Manhattan, third store on the Upper East Side of Manhattan, and the fourth store in Greenwich, Connecticut. At the same time, at about 2013, we started partnering with Whole Foods. And we are now offering, I believe the number is 22 different items in Whole Foods across what they call the Northeast region, which is Northern New Jersey, all of New York State and Lower Connecticut. Um, But not every Whole Foods will carry all of our products. That's amazing. Wow. Um, Very impressive. So what made you actually turn to like gluten-free and dairy-free instead of actually having just regular bakery. It's so much easier, you know? Oh, there's no question. It's easier, but I love a challenge and I am not gluten-free and I'm not dairy-free. Our products are also kosher, by the way, because the best way to ensure that you're dairy-free is that you look for what's called a hexure on every product, which tells you um, that it is kosher. And then you look for the word parv, which means it has no dairy in it. Oh, that's actually really interesting. Does it, does it have any labels or anything? Oh, it's on. If you now, when you pull products from your pantry or in the supermarket, you will often see a kosher symbol and then it will have the parv or it will say dairy. Oh, interesting. Very interesting. Yes. So you were a lawyer and then you, then you just retired or like what's the. Whole I retired for about four minutes and then I decided I wanted to do something very local and food centric. And I picked uh, a gluten free 
allergen sensitive bakery because I thought it was more interesting. And I thought it was a niche where I could, that was underserved. So even though I didn't need the niche, I like the idea of being able to provide sweet treats for people who couldn't find it anyplace else, or at least couldn't find it of the quality I was at the time hoping to offer. And now I feel I've succeeded at least in terms of the quality because <laughs> I'm very proud of our products. That's amazing. So how do you keep going? Like to something, you know, how do you, you know, to something that inspiring and to something that you put so much hard work in and are passionate about, how do you keep going? You must have a motivator. What is your motivation for doing what you do? So um, my motivator is... I don't like letting people down. And at this point I have 75 employees and thousands of customers. And every day I wake up and say, how am I gonna exceed their expectations? Amazing, that's, that's awesome. So as I imagined it, your bakeries put a smile to people's faces all the time and give hope to others. So in your bakery, how do you provide hope? And how is there more peace when someone enters your bakery? Well, the first thing is when you walk in, you don't have a sense that there's anything unusual about it. In fact, we've had customers who had no idea we were gluten-free or dairy-free, um, or they may be one, but not the other. And that's why it's called By the Way Bakery, as in, by the way, it can cater to an allergen-sensitive market but it's really for everybody. So our stores are not clinical or antiseptic. They're very warm and welcoming. You weren't always at this point in your life where like, you know, thousands of customers and employees. Oh no, <laughs> no, I, I, you're probably too young to know about the Maytag repairman, but there used to be a series of commercials and it was the Maytag appliance company saying that our repairmen have nothing to do because our products are never break down. And in my case, it was just nobody knew about me. And I wanted to open a business in the town I live in so I could get to know my community better. Um, but it's a very tiny town and it's sort of out of the way. Oh. So it did not, I did not go from zero to 100. I mean, it was really a slow building process. Mm -hmm. So did you take baking classes? I'm just genuinely curious about it. Like, did you have to take baking? Did you know how to bake before that? I took one baking class um, and it was five days and um, it was called Vegan Baking Boot Camp. And it was taught by a wonderful woman named Fran Costigan. And if, when she goes back or she may be doing it online now to offering classes, I highly recommend if you can have the rare opportunity to be in one of her classes to take advantage of that. So that was my only training, that, that five day class. And before that I had never done any baking. So. Wow, that's awesome. So why did you wanna like quit being a lawyer? I had had a really good run. I did it for over two decades. I truly enjoyed it. I love my clients. I love the practice of law, but I just needed to seize something else. Yeah. Um, actually, my dad, he uh, worked at a Pfizer company for 20 years, and then he just quit all of a sudden. He wanted to do something different. He was like, I'm tired of it. I don't want to I don't want to keep on doing the same thing for the rest of my life. You know, nine to five job. He used to commute to New York City mm -hmm. for, um, you know, two hours a day and everything. And then he just like, you know, I'll quit. And he wanted to become, his passion was writing. And he never, you know, he was, a, he was born in India and he came to America when he was like nine years old. And he wanted to, I guess he wanted to write. And he's like now a speaker and he speaks and writes books. So I think that that's a little connection 
Oh, fabulous. It's very, yes, it's, it's someone else who decided on a, what I call a second act. Second, second act, yes. So there's always a starting point to the finish line, I would say. Um, and sometimes you can run out of breath. So what is, what were the moments that you were, you're saying like, oh, maybe gluten dairy free, like, oh, that's a little too hard. Maybe just regular bakery. I don't, I didn't even know how to bake. Like, I don't know. What were those moments in your life? Uh, you know, I, I just, th throughout the process, I mean, I still have it because now that I feel like I have all my systems in place and my recipes are wonderful and I've got my customers, we now have a global pandemic. So there's, <laughs> which is of all the things that were unanticipated, I would say this is at the top of the list that I never would have guessed. <laughs> um, but my motivator is just, you know, I'm proud to say that I haven't laid off a single employee. Uh, which has not been easy. Oh, wow. But as I, you know, as we said a few minutes earlier, um, I keep going for them because I truly care about each and every one of them. And I care about my customers. And I feel like, um, particularly as niche businesses like mine are sadly having to close, I want to keep going and providing the resources, the, the sweets to make people's day a little better, so particularly when it's so hard right now. Yeah, that's that's amazing. Um, it's very inspiring, and I I just want to know what kind of actual like what are the favorite what is the favorite bakery goods that you have? Oh, that's like asking me which son do I love more, Alex? <laughs> <or Bob? laughs> um, but I would say our coconut cloud cake is my go-to. For oh, what's that? It is um, a, a layers of a white cake with coconut flavor. And then in between and on the outside is a dairy-free cream cheese frosting and filling. And it's covered in really super crunchy, giant coconut chips. Ooh, that sounds so good. I love the taste and I love the texture. Yes. So do you have actually, um, other than gluten-free and dairy-free, like do you have customers who aren't even allergic? Do you, you must have had yes. customers who are not even allergic. And they actually like it still? Like, I, there are all these, like, stereotypes, like, oh, it's gluten dairy-free, it's not the no. same. I There's nothing better than the email I received. Like, just wanted you to know that I bought this because my cousin Susan was coming, and she was gluten-free, and it's not only the best gluten-free, but it's the best insert product here um, that I've ever had, and I will become a customer for life. Amazing. I'm sure that's the best feeling. It's wonderful. What are key learnings directed to parents about um, gluten and allergy-free, um, you know, gluten and allergy-free bakery goods? So the thing that makes me the saddest is when, a, and it doesn't happen often, but when someone, when a parent will say, well, it's my, my son's birthday party, so I'd like to get him one cupcake, and then I'm going to get everything else from a conventional bakery. And we are all about inclusion, and if there should as a parent, because my children were not perfect, um, you want you want them to feel um, part of a community. You don't want them to be singled out for any for a deficit, and or, or a difficulty, I should say. And you know, food in particular is communal. And to isolate a child and say, "Here, you get this, and everyone else will have that," for me is heartbreaking. Yes, yes, I totally agree. I mean, it's the same thing as like you go into a cafeteria and there's an allergy table and then a regular 
you know, people having just regular food and everything, and they're just kind of excluded. And it's like, horrible. I'm sure it also impacts mental health. Like, have you ever thought about, like, have you ever seen any customers that actually impacts their health, like their well, mental what, state? What I've seen is like a child, a child light up. Because you mean I can have everything here? <laughs> it's the best. In fact, we have, um, we sell them in our stores, these cute little postcards that, um, are a watercolor of what we call the Amy cake. Now the Amy cake is named after my dear, dear friend, Amy, who um, also has some allergy issues as an adult, but she loves sprinkles. And we came up with this little mini individual bun cake loaded with sprinkles inside and out. And there's a little girl whose mother brought her in for the first time. And, and it was one of those moments where you can have anything you want and she was so inspired that she made a series of Amy cake paintings, watercolors at the age of eight. Um, and they're actually so beautifully done that I literally, as a former intellectual property lawyer, licensed the rights from her, paid her a license fee and got the right to produce her note cards. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, and she was a tough negotiator, I really have to say. <laughs> it's genuine, you know. That's our goal. Our goal is to be genuine and authentic and we use high quality ingredients and everything is made from scratch. Um, and it's made with love because you talk about feeling isolated. I, I sort of believe that, that, you know, food has its own karma that it can pass along to the person who is eating it. So yes. is your goal to kind of make sure that ever, even people with non gluten and dairy free allergies is your goal to kind of have them you know order the bakery goods and um you know spread it to the like what's your long-term goal but I, you know i i'm especially now i'm sort of taking it day to day mm -hmm. um but as i said nothing makes me happier than when someone who doesn't have a dietary restriction mm -hmm. can order our products and enjoy them mm -hmm. So everyone loves to hear stories. So I, for one, love it and honestly learn more from stories because they really make sure you're aware and give real life examples and, you know, provide a message. So do you have any intriguing yet informative stories that you can share about anyone in your, any customer? Any customer. Um, you know, I knew I was onto something when um, early on I got a note from a bride and she said, thank you so much. The wedding cake was beautiful and delicious. And in that moment, it wasn't someone with celiac. It wasn't someone with a special food need. I was just a bride. Thank you. And I loved it. It was wonderful. That's amazing. Um, do you have any like dairy or other than dairy or gluten-free? Do you have any of those bakery goods? Everything we make is gluten-free and dairy-free, but we're not a nut-free facility. We're not vegan. We don't have low sugar. Okay. Be, no one can be everything to all people. Well, at least in our experience, there may be someone who's conquered it, but not us. We can't. We we need certain ingredients in order to compensate for the absence of others in order wow. to make our recipes work. So this whole podcast is about peace, right? Less panic and more peace. And that's exactly what your bakery is doing, you know, providing more peace, providing more joy to other people. And it's the same thing as like this idea of, I guess, finding happiness and like, are you happy? Am I happy? What's the definition of happiness, right? And my philosophy is that 
everybody finds happiness in their own ways, right? Everyone has that. It's the same thing with success too, right? How do you find success? How do I find to find success? That's the million dollar question. So to some, it might be like earning millions of dollars. To some, it might be like, you know, putting a smile on somebody's face. So I think that it's the same thing for peace. How do you define peace? Are we capable of it? Not only like how to obtain it, but can you find it at all? So for me, it's like maybe clearing my head, like biking or running in a neighborhood. And I think that we have to make it into a habit, like to find peace for yourself. How do you, as in general, like without like kind of stepping away from food allergies, how do you provide peace or how do you find peace yourself? Inner peace? Yes, inner peace. Inner peace is um, by doing what I love. I mean, I'm truly lucky that, that my work and my passion are the same thing. Wow, yeah. That's, and that's... While, my, while my goal every day is to bring joy to other people, that brings me joy right back. Mm-hmm. And in your perspective, um, do you see many people like kind of when they try to order these kind of foods, do they have doubts, do you think, that they might have doubts, like, oh, this can't all be gluten dairy-free, there has to be some sort of cross-contamination, and, you know? I, I, you know, we had someone who said, it's too, literally, in the last two months, he said, it's too good, it, it can't be dairy-free, and it can't be gluten-free, like, it is, we, we test our products every morning, <laughs> The rabbi comes to make sure there's no dairy. It's like, no, I don't believe you. And he was having a, tr- I think he was having trouble, to your point, finding his peace. Yes, yes. It's, I mean, I think it is very hard to find your peace, even when somebody's going through an allergic reaction. Have you actually experienced firsthand, like somebody else um, experiencing an allergic reaction? Thank goodness, no, not with respect to my baked goods. Oh. You know, the, the, I, I, I've, I've seen people have issues uh, outside of work, um, but no, thank goodness we, we try and avoid that. Yes. We, we, in fact, we don't just try to avoid it. We work really, really, really hard. So that <laughs> yeah, just that. to be clear, we work very hard. <laughs> yes, um, but it is honestly very hard to find peace when you're allergic reaction, especially like I went to, I had an allergic reaction uh, last summer and it's, you can't just turn it off like, oh, yeah, it's okay. Everything will be fine. Obviously, there's going to be some panic. And, and some residual. Yes. And I think that what you're doing, it provides peace to other people. I know I keep on saying this, but it truly does because I've been to so many restaurants and bakeries and they have, I, I get scared like, oh, my gosh, this is, has to have nuts in it. And sometimes it does. Like I, ha- I went to, um, I had an allergic reaction. I got Thai food. And they said, we made sure no nuts, right? No nuts. And it had nuts underneath the actual chicken. It had the chicken and rice and it had nuts inside of it. And I'm allergic to nuts. Um, And I went to the ER. I had to take the EpiPen and it's just, it wasn't, it wasn't fun. Well, don't eat our baked goods because there's always a risk of cross-contamination. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Our basic flour does not have nuts in it. And we have many, many recipes that do not have nuts. But that said, we always tell people there's, we cannot avoid a risk of cross-contamination. We know there's no gluten. We know there's no dairy. Um, and we fo- follow good food safety practices when mm-hmm. it comes to nuts. But if, if you have a sensitivity, it's really best to go someplace else. Yes, yes. I mean, for dairy and gluten-free, I think that, you know, people just feel safe at your bakery. 
Um, and so with your perspective and point of view of, about allergies and what you've learned throughout the years, do you have any key, last key tips, any last few uh, to keep children um, with allergies safe and happy? Uh, don't go out for Thai food. <laughs> I, th I th you know sadly there it it's a hard world and you have to you have to balance what you want to what you want to eat and what you can eat mm -hmm. and if you're not 100% comfortable you have to abstain and we are doing what we can to make it a safe environment for people but again we have our list of what what buckets we can fill and we may not fill your bucket so I think that it's just sadly a matter of the need to be to be aware so true yes by speaking about this and sharing it to the audience how this can vary this could benefit actually a lot of other restaurants or bakeries because they can learn from you not only like people with food allergies but actually like chains and they could see okay so this person's doing this and they're keeping everybody safe so maybe i could have a nut-free bakery and i could do the exact thing and try to make you know, people safe, and this can result in um, saving more lives, I guess, in a way. Do you know? Yeah, or just at least making people happy. Yeah, just <laughs> making people happy and safe. Um, so thank you so much. Do you have any last words to say? Anything? Any last words of wisdom? Look for the sweetness everywhere you go. What does that, what does that mean to you? It means that even today, where we're in a really hard time, you have to take a step back and think about the positives in your life, the things that are, are going well, the places you are succeeding and learn about self-comfort and self-care. Amazing. Thank you so much for sharing your time and your wisdom and your amazing words uh, with us today. And it could benefit so many people. So thank you very much. Thank you all for listening to Less Panic, More Peace. Um, I'll see you next week. Peace out. Bye-bye.